Hello, all of the Ultra Universe fans out there. In today's episode, I can only say why, oh, why. You'll understand. Let's go. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Monday to all of you. I know Monday is not a happy day, but hey, got to get around somewhere, right? So as you've been listening, we've been doing a lot of throwbacks because, you know, you got to relive your childhood and why not disturb us all with, with mine? Just kidding. Uh, but we can't do these videos alone. We always have to have some of our buddies come on. So for the first time today, we have from Scene and Nerd podcast, uh, Will, say hello to the world. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, sir. Uh, so being that this is the first time we've had you on, I want to give you a shout out a little bit. Uh, so what exactly do you guys focus on over on your podcast? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And our host, Sarah Belmont, sends her, sends her regards. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, be on here together the next time. But uh, again, my name is Will Polk, and we are the Cine Nerd Podcast. We are a, a entertainment podcast. We talk entertainment news, primarily uh, focusing on uh, the superhero shows and comic book shows such as for Marvel, DC, things like Arrow, Batman, Batwoman, uh, Black Lightning, uh, Doom Patrol, the MCU, Star Wars, you name it, genre discussions, things from Netflix and the streaming services. So uh, we, we try to cover them all. It's uh, Sometimes it's just the two of us. Sometimes we have guests on, especially when there's uh, big events, just like the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, a crossover event that, that just happened on the Arrowverse. And so, yeah, we just have a lot of fun, theory spiral, break things down, uh, try to uh, just have a lot of fun and hope everyone to give us a try. Sounds good. And as always, every time I have my guests on, I always link you up so people will be able to go check you out and listen to all of your old and new uh, podcast episodes. So we will get to that a little bit later on, but let us first dive into some, what can only be described as acid-inducing characters from what apparently were very popular children's shows. Now granted, a lot of the shows we're going to talk about were uh, done outside of the USA, but doesn't mean that we don't have our fair share of creepy. So before we get into it, what do you think was, looking back, was the creepiest character you remember from your childhood? Oh boy. So Too many, too many to say, right? <laughs> To me to say, but a couple that really stick out to me is one, uh, if you remember the show Land of the Lost. Yes. And the, uh, the flea sacks. Ah, uh, yes. Those were lizard people. <laughs> yeah, the lizard people. They were, they were pretty freaky. And I think when I think back on uh, my childhood and watching some of those shows growing up, uh, they, they, they were legit. They, they legit got me. And even to this day, even when I watch that show, they, they still have that kind of that creep factor to to them that uh, I was like, wow. You know, cause considering considering all the things that we have today with like great tech and practical and special effects uh, and, and CGI, but you know, those, you know, those old practical effects from back in the day sometimes are just so freaky. Well, it's actually funny you said that because one of the characters we're going to go over today was actually created by the same people who did that show. So we'll decide really what they were smoking while they were making these shows. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, so first up comes from the Netherlands. And that right there, you know, what can you do? So I actually had to find a translated page because most of the information on this show was actually written in Dutch, which mm -hmm. I don't speak fluently. So I had to find some English version of it. Uh, this character comes from the show, and I'm probably going to mangle this name, Ik Mik Lorland. Um, a show that what I suppose seems to teach letters, numbers, writing, and reading. So I guess in a way it's like Sesame Street for the Dutch. But unfortunately, one of the characters, the main villain, named Carbuncle, looks more like something out of a, I don't know, Evil Dead movie, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> So for those who haven't heard of this wonderful show, and again, I'm not putting anything down. I'm sure this was a big time show in the time. It's just really odd. So it follows the main character, a young girl, who basically is on the mission to find all the letters and numbers that Carbuncle seems to have gotten rid of because he can't read or write. And again, there's probably a humor there, which I'm not gonna get into, but that's pretty much where we go from that plot. Uh, all of the episodes are based on this young character trying to find the letters and numbers and eventually teaching this character how to read and write. So, you know, I talked about uh, other shows like this on my, some other episodes that I've done. And it's not so much that the idea was bad, but I believe that the way they visualize things didn't work out to their advantage. So for the first question we're going to answer or try to answer, um, is it more disturbing physically, or is it really more disturbing the fact that this was supposed to be a kid show and this is what they came up with? So, I, I, prior to prior to recording this podcast, I, I wasn't familiar with this, but I did. But thanks to the magic of YouTube, I was able to go and and and, and look at it. And I honestly, when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is like Gargamel meets a troll meets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, You're uh, right. He does look like yeah. Gargamel. I, at first, yeah, I thought it was Gargamel from the Smurfs, and I and I I was like, this is this is a crazy, messed up looking creature here. Uh, I, and I, obviously, everything was in Dutch, and I didn't run into a translator or anything. I I was just sort of just fixated and fascinated that uh, by just looking at this, this puppet that was just hideous, and uh, and maybe. Uh, maybe it's like Oscar the Grouch where he can learn and teach kids lessons and whatever, but I have to tell you, uh, I, at least for my adult eyes, I, if I, and I put myself back into a uh, mold of a, a four or five year old, which is probably where the show's like targeted towards, I, I would have been very freaked out by this creature. I mean, I, even how Big Bird is like unintentionally scary to me, it's like the same with this creature. <laughs> That's fair, and it's funny because this was actually a show in the 90s too, so at this point, usually, it was big on cartoons, and cartoons have their own set of issues as well, but this was this was in the 90s, so this wasn't even a, a super old show. This was actually more on the newer side. Um, it was aimed at kids five to seven, which, again, looking at what can only be described by many people as nightmare fuel, I don't think this is a really good character of five to seven-year-old. Now, I am also seeing some other characters, like, for instance, the girl has a sock puppet, which in his own creation is creepy as well, but there's just something about this guy that makes you want to hide under your covers. 
Um, now, it's funny, because you said Gargamel, and actually, in a way, because I don't know if you remember the live-action movie of the Smurfs they made, and they, uh, I think it was Hank Azaria who played him. Um, he was also rather creepy-looking as well. The difference being is I think the Smurfs kind of got away with it a little bit because, you know, animation, you can do that, I guess. I don't know. Um, now, if this could, now if this show was an animated show, do you think it would have uh, appeared as disturbing as it, as it did or does? I, I don't think so. I, it's, it's, it's something about puppets and, and, you know, and, I, and I, I think about like sports mascots when I go to, to games and, and with, with my kids now. And, and my kids are older, but uh, you see some of the, 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 the mascots. I live here in Durham and North Carolina, and there's this, uh, our minor league baseball team has a character named Willie Full. And, you know, my kids, when they were that five to seven age range, they, they loved that character. But then you see some other kids, you see that, that mascot in that live action, and they just freak the hell out. And they just cry and scary and everything. And, and, and so I think that's the same with this puppet. In theory, it's supposed to be endearing, and maybe some kids may like it or whatever, but, I just think it's unintentionally scary. Whereas if it was in a cartoon format, it, you know, it's just taken off. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, apparently somebody even described this character as something out of a Twin Peaks movie, which if you guys <laughs> know, the, I believe it was David Lynch, he's known for doing this kind of, kind of weird crap, I guess. Um, yeah. So that gives you something right there. I mean, people think that this is coming out of like a, a uh, movie made for adults, and this here is a guy out of a a show made for kids five to seven. So I think your actual your mascot example is perfect because you're right. Some people see something and they love it. Other people look at it and they go, "What the hell is going on?" Like, yeah. they're like, "Nope, I ain't touching that with anything." Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so if we think that's bad, so you know. Trolls are one thing. What about talking musical instruments? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, because that's just what I want to look at when I'm watching a kid show. Now, this, this, this guy is from a show actually made by the same people who Land of the Lost. Uh, mm -hmm. This is from a show called HR Puffin Stuff, which, yes, I know, there's plenty of jokes out there just for the name. That's for another after-hour show. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> So HR Puffin stuff basically followed a guy in a large dragon suit with a little boy while they tried to stop the evil witchy poo from doing what it was that she did. I never really figured out what the hell she was trying to do, to be honest. Um, one of the characters that this little boy had was named Freddy the Flute. And that's exactly what he was, a anthropomorphic flute with a face. A face that looks like he's going to eat you when you're not looking. Um, I, funny enough, I was looking all over the place for actual info. I could not find a lot of info, so I'm kind of going off what I remember, what I saw on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, what I got from it was basically Witchy Poo wanted to melt Freddy and turn him into a pair of magical earrings, which is disturbing all by itself. Um, but I think, at least I'll ask you, but I think for me, it's that face that really makes it creepy as hell. What, what is it about this thing that makes it like just nightmare everything? 
Yeah, so I, I came across, again, another YouTube video of HR stuff and stuff. And I, I it's funny. Uh, so I was, this is one of the cross shows that I really did not get into as a kid. Maybe this is why, because. <laughs> <laughs> because that's fair. Was, that's true. It's it just, even now, it's just, he is this sweet, like, talking and, and morphing into different, things and it just almost yeah it's so so trippy and maybe if i were like high or something i would get something out of it but just watching it stone sober it's just like okay this is just messed up i don't see how anyone thought that maybe through the minds of a you know seven-year-old i would have been like oh this is so dope this is i i love this but again i because I, I did, those kind of things didn't like freak me out, but I could totally see how some kid would get freaked out by some talking musical instrument and just would not play it anything because of because of pretty the police. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's super trippy and really just need to like just be like on some hard stuff just to really like fully appreciate what this thing does. <laughs> Well, it's funny because the, like Sid and Marty Croft were were big names, and they're still big names. They're, there's like a cult following behind them, and stuff like you know HR Puff and stuff, Land of Lost. Like they were, this was their niche. Like they had, there was a lot of people that watch this stuff, and probably still do if they have like you know the DVDs or the videos, whatever. Um, and that's what's funny because people, no matter how weird this was, this probably still had more of a viewership than some other shows from the 80s and 90s just because they had some sort of ability to get people to watch this stuff the fact that you know the the dragon's name is puffing stuff that you know i mean come on people really um and and you know the the uh there was a, a magic mushroom there was a magic tree so like there was a lot of things in here that i you know of course like you said when you're a kid you don't really think about it you're like oh it's a talking you know flute whatever now you're like uh okay this thing, this kid is smoking something and he needs to stop because <laughs> bad things are happening. So comparing this to Land of Lost, you, you see kind of the similarities, right? Like you would say oh, yeah, totally. they're they're of the same caliber. Maybe Land of Lost is a little bit less creepy because it was mainly people, I think. Yeah, people. Of course, you had you had the, the the dinosaurs and stuff in the background, but they were you know this kind of stop motion photography kind of right. thing. So they were at the top. You know, as a kid, it was just so cool. I mean, now now it's just when you see it, it's just so it's just so cheesy. And of course, you know, especially when we have things like Jurassic Park and and just the awesome CG and practical effects that they've had with with it, but. Uh, but at the time, you know, it was cutting edge, and and so so Land of the Lost again. Other than the sea facts, because they were you know, wizard people and very freaky and stuff, they were actually got to me more than the, the dinosaurs on that show. That is very true. I cannot have said that better myself. And now I'm like, yeah, I cannot believe we watched this stuff. Um, <laughs> All right, so from magical flutes to what only can be described as, I don't know, really. Yeah. 
a UK character from the BBC named Mr. Blobby. Um, again, I looked him up when I first got the idea for this and I found a bunch of videos. I found some videos of other people talking about him as well. Um, he again, for the uh, time being he was on, was one of the biggest characters uh, out there. He was part of a TV show on the BBC called Noel's House Party, similar to, you know, kind of like all that kind of sketch comedy for kids, basically. Um, he was basically a giant pink blob with yellow spots, big eyes, and clown makeup, which didn't really make this thing any better, considering everybody's relationship with clowns these days. Um, so he was uh, portrayed by two different people uh, from 1992 to 2015, Barry Killer B, and 2015 to the present, he's actually still around little by little by Paul Densing. Uh, so this was a person in a suit. And basically, the only way he could speak was say the word blobby in electronic altered voice. And the way you knew what he was talking about was the way he had a tone in his voice and the way he repeated the word blobby over and over again. Because, you know, why not? Um, so he, his basic claim to fame on the show was pretty much destroying the entire set and basically interrupting all the segments going on as if it were some sort of like hidden camera. Somebody actually described it on a Wikipedia to kind of a candid camera type of show. Um, so from first glance, he really isn't that odd until you actually see him move and talk. <laughs> Is that <laughs> fair? That's fair. And whenever, they, these folks are clearly inspired by Stephen King and Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> from our personal opinion or from true personal opinion? I, I don't, I think from my personal opinion, I was just looking at some of the YouTube video of, of this thing and, and I, 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 yeah, this one, I am glad I didn't see it as a kid because it, I would be scarred for life because it is so messed up. And it's like, yeah, it's, it, it, it truly, getting back to our point about mascots and stuff and clowns, yeah, uh, if, if you hate those kind of things, it will just freak you the F out. <laughs> and so, it's Bobby, like Pennywise was voiced by an electronic uh, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 I had never heard of Mr. Blobby until today. Whenever you shared the show topics with me, and I'm so glad, and, I, I, so and, and now I can't, I can't get that, I can't get it out of my head. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never ever do this to me again. Uh, <laughs> so funny enough, this this thing, creature, whatever, has been around all over the place. He's had music singles. He's been in music videos. He's been on quiz shows. He was in an episode of the cartoon Ghostbusters. Um, recently, last year, he was actually in a commercial for Virgin Trains West Coast celebrating the end of the franchise. So as weird as this guy is, he's on the list also because no matter how creepy this guy might be, people still can't seem to get enough of him. So my question now is, if he's so damn scary looking, why the hell is everybody putting him in their things? <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe it's a Mr. Bill, but I, I don't know. It's just like maybe I don't know. So, it, some 
tricky thing you just have a way of just sort of just cutting through and, and maybe maybe this is this is it like you know a few years ago after the Super Bowl you had the dancing shark going the wrong way and and it just sort of cut through and maybe this is what Mr. Blobby is it's just one of those like this messed up characters that just for whatever reason just just works for everyone and it, uh, yeah I, I I'm at a loss as far as why it works but apparently it does it sounds like from what you said he's it or what or she or whatever it is uh is utilized in a lot of different advertising campaigns and crossover events with other with with other shows and things like that so hey well it's funny because you actually seem to have the commentary that most people at right now and at the time actually said as well it's been said that most people didn't really get it, and he was far from amusing. Uh, he was also on 10 of the most irritating television characters list. Um, he became a sensation immediately, but then devolved into a widely despised irritant. <laughs> Things that you really want to say about your character when yeah, you're trying yeah. to make a new show, right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> sorry, what right. were you Yeah, it's like the insurance uh, commercials of the, the character flow. I mean, it's just like, I don't know why this character has stuck around forever, but somehow this advertising campaign just apparently works for this company and they just continue to make ads with this character. But I find it to be the most annoying thing ever. And maybe it's just, it's just so annoying that it's just like a train wreck. You just can't look away. Well, it's funny you said that because recently they put on a commercial for a fake ice show called Progressive on Ice. And it's mm -hmm. basically making fun of, you know, ice capades that we have and all the commentary in it is going, why? I have the whole road to myself. And at the end of the commercial, it goes, tickets sold are never being sold now or ever. So yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny because I think people are, are, are uh, cashing in on the fact that there's so much silly and weird, you know, stuff out there that even they know it's probably ridiculous, but they're like, hey, let's just jump on the bandwagon like you just said. And let's just keep doing it because people are watching and people are buying. So maybe that's why he's so popular. I mean, you know, come on, 2019 literally just ended and he was in a commercial, this character for, for you know, Virgin Trains, um, hmm. which was, I think, a, a Virgin Airlines uh, group. So obviously this thing's not going away anytime soon, even if we wanted to. Um, no. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the thing had a music career. I don't know any inanimate object that had a music career. Like that's, he's doing yeah. something right. I that's, yeah, something right. Yeah, yeah, true, true. They are. Yeah, they, they, they whatever they, whatever the idea is. I, I just wish I had been a part of that creative group. So I, 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 exactly, we, we'd be making the big bucks right now. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. I'd be so with along that. with all that, of course, there's been merchandising, plush toys, slippers, cups, uh, shakers. Uh, there's been drinks with his label, towels, all this stuff. So obviously this thing is never gonna, never gonna die. And on top of that, recently they've actually gotten some of the videos back out. So you can actually buy this and relive the nightmare all over again, if you'd like. <laughs> um, okay. And then finally, the last thing that he's been on is, and this again has all been in, in, um, in the UK, so obviously this stuff isn't here, but he's been part of three different theme parks throughout the country over there as well. So, hmm. 
you know, this obviously there's something about this creepy that people still like. And I guess it kind of plays on the fact that people like weird stuff, even if they don't want to admit it. There's a lot of just weird ass shit out there that people don't want to look at. But like you said, you can't look away. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you guys want to learn about these guys, check out the BBC uh, for Mr. Blobby. Check out Sid uh, and Marty Croft website for Freddy the Flute. And for Ick Mine uh, Lorland, go check out the site as well. I believe it has its own homepage too. Um, so yeah, this was part one of creepy, un, or I'm sorry, unintentionally creepy characters, I guess we can say that. Um, hopefully you had some fun doing this with me. I had a lot of fun doing this with you right now. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a blast. You introduced me to some uh, some really freaky things that, uh, and and re and reminded me of some things from my childhood that I just wish I had, I had safely tucked away. But now they're back in the forefront. But uh, I'll never I can't unsee Mr. Blobby. That's all I can say. So yeah, just that just was your knife, and you're like, nope, no. <laughs> yeah, but if your if, if if your intention was to put some crazy thought in my head, mission accomplished. <laughs> yes, I win. No, I'm just um, all right, cool. So we will definitely get you back soon. I think we got you back sometime in, in uh, February for sure. Hopefully, like you said, we'll get the rest of your crew on as well. Um, before yeah. we sign off, what do you guys have set up for the rest of January? Yeah, so for the rest of January, we we just did a recap of the. Uh, major Arrowverse crossover crisis on infinite earth. Uh, we also talked about one of the things we was one of our favorite shows back in 2019 was the, the Watchmen. And, uh, so check out our, our recaps of, of, of it. Uh, of course, news came last week that they decided not to do a, a season two. So, you know, we were okay with that, honestly. Um, it, I, on the one hand, the way it, if the shows ended, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You could, it was this ending that could lead to, to many, many things. Uh, so, but I, I was, I was okay with them ending on, on that note. Uh, well, but what we have coming up uh, this week, we will uh, be recapping the uh, backdoor palette for Green Arrow and the Canaries. That's coming on Arrow this week. Uh, also Batwoman and uh, we'll, probably talk about whatever hot news that drops that's another thing that we do is obviously react to trailers and any entertainment news as far as these shows changes on various shows etc sometimes some non-genre stuff as well if there's something that strikes your fancy on uh netflix or amazon or on broadcast network so you know, we'll cover a lot of things and, and then the rest of the month uh, we'll we'll talk about the uh, arrow uh, coming to an end the season finale is next week so we'll we'll definitely do our retrospective on that series so uh, those are some of the things we have coming up awesome sounds great so of course at my end we're setting up for some live events when it gets a little warmer over here in california uh yeah. hopefully we might be able to get you on screen to come join us there via the interwebs uh we'll let you know on that and of course every monday we drop two new episodes uh this week we had some weird stuff to show. So if you guys haven't already, go check out our uh, show on anywhere you can find a podcast, basically. Um, and as always, until next time, stay nerdy. <laughs>